Live from Indianapolis, this is the 2023 NFL Combine on Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back to The Drive. I am Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, uh, all the movers and shakers, the top guys from around the league uh, talking here today, many of them sure. for the first time this offseason. And so there's some news oh, okay. today. Good. I've kind of been out of the loop of in the air. got some newsy stuff. So uh, Marcus Mariota, released by the okay. Atlanta Falcons. Expected, Not that that's but right, right. He basically, so once they went to Desmond Ritter, he just basically left the building. Yeah. They, like he was Elvis. It's kind of a Derek Carr situation, too. Yeah. It's like we're planning on releasing you. The worst thing that could happen is you get hurt, and just then we're on the hook. So away. we like you and all, but just yeah. vanish for a little bit. So Marcus Mariota back on there. How about this What's news? his future? Is he just a long-term, too? Probably. Yeah. yeah I think so, too. Uh, Leslie Frazier, who is the defensive coordinator of the Buffalo Bills, mm-hmm. has decided to take a year off from coaching in 2023 and intends to return in 2024. Interesting. I mean, he's a very well-respected. Yeah. I think he's interviewed for head jobs. His defense has been quite he's good. He's been a head coach. Yeah, he's been a head coach. Right, right, right. Um, I don't know who would be in waiting. I assume they'd bump somebody up. You, know, I wouldn't want to. Yeah, at you know, this point, yeah, rock that boat too much. But the Bills are losing more than they're gaining this offseason. I can promise you yeah. that. You know, yeah. and that's just one more that probably a lot of us didn't see coming. Um, I, I guess that is kind of a big deal. I'll be honest. Being around coaches, and you have too, it's so hard on your body and your mentality. I'm surprised more guys don't do it, but I think you have to be this established to say, I'm going to take a step back because yeah. I don't know if I can ever come back. You don't back. know if you're ever going right, to get a right, chance right, again. Right. Yeah. Well, Leslie Frazier probably will, so he can right. do that. And I'm sure that Bill said the door's still open. or Who yeah. knows? You know, but it's a grind. Oh, there's no doubt about yeah. that. The hours that they – that's why whenever, I, whenever somebody says to me, such and such former player, why don't they bring that guy back as a coach? That's not the question of whether oh. they would want to bring that guy back. It's whether that guy would want to put himself into those into that situation to work those kind of hours. Right. It's much different <laughs> than being a player. And people aren't catering to you and patting you on the back and telling yeah. you how great you are. It's quite the opposite, in fact, <laughs> in terms of media or whoever. And, you know, you can't just throw a guy in there that's a – you got to kind of work your way up. I mean, certainly some players have some advantages that other coaches don't. I mean, yeah. most coaching careers don't begin in the NFL. They begin right. as – you know, uh, in the high school level or right, level, right, right, yeah. exactly. You know, and you work your way up, so they get to bounce up. But it's still hundred hour weeks and grinds, and you know, yeah. and not you don't seeing know if you're your family good... eight months out of the year, right? Yeah. And are you a good teacher? Right, that's I mean, the other thing. Right, right. It, it, can can you, you know, Ted Williams was maybe the greatest hitter of all time, right? Wasn't a great coach, right? Because he Larry expected everybody to, to right. play like he played. Can't what do you mean you can't do that? You can't see the <laughs> the, the laces on the curveball versus screwball. I mean, what yeah. are you talking about? You know, right? So just do it like this. Like, well, that doesn't help me, coach. <laughs> uh, also, from the uh, Bills uh, media session, uh, Demar Hanlon continues to see specialists. Has two or three more that he has to see. Uh, continuing his reco- recovery. This, according to Brandon Bean, their uh, GM. Uh, he said, assuming he gets full clearance, I know he'll want to play. Yeah, of so. course. And uh, just talking football, obviously we know what happened there. Poyer's a free agent. He was the they number. They kind of need him. He's the, yeah. He was the he three played, He was playing a lot this year. He was playing a lot. His career was ascending. He was their big nickel package. I would assume that they looked at this thing big picture and thought, Poyer's probably going to leave. Yeah. He'll probably be a starter He's next year. He's the starter in waiting. Right. Yeah. So that's kind of a big deal, too. Uh, Derek Carr. 
expected to have an in-person interview with the Carolina Panthers here in Indianapolis. I heard he's here, right. Yeah. So I bet there's several teams he's going to chat with. Yeah, I, I mean, mean he'll, he'll come here for one. If, yeah. if we're out in different places, we may see him having dinner somewhere with somebody. Yeah, right, right, right. Go on Derek Carr watch. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he inks a deal like in the next week? Because um, he can, unlike other free agents. He can, you know? and and the, you know he's not going to hurt somebody in their comp. I think he'd want to get that done if you, the teams are going to want to do it as quickly as possible. Yes. If you're him, are you better off waiting? I, I see, that's know. what I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, it depends. I mean, because the, there's the, a the team need's really only going to go up, right? But the problem then becomes, well, they just signed somebody else, and so therefore your your pool shrinks. Well, I think Aaron Rodgers coming out of his dark chamber or whatever is, is key here because at least now the Jets can talk to Rodgers or the Raiders or whatever. And assuming they prefer Rodgers to Carr, which I don't know that I would. I mean, I'm kind of, I'm kind of torn on that because it would be Carr, but you still have your first-round pick and you still have Aaron Rodgers is the crazy hot chick that you wanted to date in high school. Yeah. Everybody wants to date the crazy, uh, the hot chick, and they find out she's Until crazy. Until you're with her every day, yeah. <laughs> And is she, she still what as hot? What level of crazy are you willing to deal with here? And how hot is she still? <laughs> yeah, and how, I mean, he was hot two years ago. Is he still hot? I don't know. We're I not mean, trying to I offend so. anybody here, but that's just the, right, yeah. right. And you may only date the crazy hot chick for a year, or the crazy hot dude, as it were. Right, whoever, whatever floats your boat, you know. But car at least doesn't cost anything except for cap space. Rogers is a ton of cap space, probably at least a first round pick, and you might only have him for a year. And he's maybe nuts. And he may go into the desert and smoke peyote or something. Right, right, right. How would he deal with the big Apple media, too? You know, like, there's yeah. a it's a combustible situation. Like, if I'm the Jets, I might rather have Carr. Yeah. But I do think the, the Rodgers going away in the darkness had something to do with Carr being the consolation prize for a couple teams, maybe. Yeah. You know, but. That Aaron Rodgers situation is just so weird. It's so weird. I'm telling you, to get weirder as he gets older. We all get weirder. <laughs> Tell me about it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the Browns, uh, this according to Mike Garofalo, uh, and General Manager Aaron, Andrew Barry confirmed this on Tuesday, which you don't often see, mm-hmm. but they are going to release John Johnson. Oh, are they? I didn't starting, see that. Uh, starting safety. Um, it's a Expensive, bad, yeah. It was a bad deal when they signed him. Right. Um, but he'll get paid again. I mean, he's not a bad player. Yeah. They just gave him too much. They gave him they, too much money, yeah. and they need, they need the cap space. They're they one of the these teams space. that are way over the cap. Yeah. Their defense has a lot of holes. I mean, they probably need two D-tackles. Well, that's the problem, though, is you release this guy. He start he was your starter last year. Now you got to replace him. Yeah. I mean, just off the top of my head, they need now a starting safety, definitely a starting linebacker. I know they had a lot of injuries there. They better add a defensive tackle group. I, I think you need two of those. I think all their all their off-ball linebackers are free agents. Oh, are they? That I didn't know. <laughs> I knew they were all hurt at the end yeah. of the year. And you need a clowny replacement. Yeah. So what do you have, like four or five starters on defense right you now? you got basically Miles Garrett and uh, Denzel Ward and then mm-hmm. a bunch of yeah. guys. Wosu Koromora will be back in the mix yeah. and, you know, safety here and there. But And they don't have a first-round pick or a lot of cap space. So, again, they're – Going backwards. Other than that, they should need... work out great. Oh, and by the way, they should probably add to their wide receiver group. Oh, yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, the O-line's the, the starting centers, to look a little yeah, shaky. The, the center's center a free, free agent. Yeah. And I, I th- think they're not going to pick up uh, Worf's fifth year either. So Watson has to be a great player. Yes, he has to. Yeah. Like, he, he can't shown that yet. be a top. He can't be 10th. He can't be a top 10 quarterback. He better be a top 5. He has to be in Mahomes and Transcendent. Allen's. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he has to be Josh Allen-ish. You know, and I don't know if I, I like him as a player. Right. I don't know if he could be that. I don't know if he can be that. Right. Especially not at this point. I mean, he, he certainly didn't show it this past season. I mean, there's a very good chance when it's all said and done, he's the 
eighth best quarterback in the AFC. Yeah. You know, or maybe even the third best in his division. You know? All of a sudden, too, their running back depth isn't what it was. No, Hunt won't be back. Dearness Johnson's a free agent as right, well. Right, I mean, right. you, all that depth that you had at running back was, oh, well, something happens, uh, you know, we're okay there. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if that's the case now. Chubb's tremendous, but when they start getting about 27, the the cliff is coming, yeah. you know, and so they may have to draft a back and he's next got, year. And he's got an injury history. Yeah, yeah. Uh, according to uh, CEO Stephen Jones, the Cowboys are interested in exploring a contract extension for C.D. Lamb. Makes yeah, makes perfect sense. Yeah, they may, they may even add to that receiver room, but they can't afford to let him leave anytime also, soon. Also, they're interested in, in a contract extension with Trayvon Diggs. Okay, I wonder what he I would ask. I don't know that I want to pay Trayvon Diggs what Trayvon Diggs is going to want. I'm sure that, that's that sort of all I could think about was last year. I thought he was vastly overrated. We talked about that a lot yeah. in the air, you know, because the interception numbers were extreme. I think he's a good player. I mean, I think he's a starting corner. I don't think he's a top five corner. If he yeah. was paid like a top ten corner, I'm like, man, we'll, we'll, we'll wait till your contract's up and go from there, you know. Yeah, so that's going to be an interesting one. And, and, again, you get, you know, Tony Pollard. Uh, his, according to this, again, according to Stephen Jones, uh, his leg injury expected to be ready for training camp. Mm-hmm. Same thing with uh, – That was offense. a late-season injury. Though. Yeah, right. Yeah. So that may actually help them in the long term. Maybe. Because, you know, is he going to get the free agent deal that – you know, like. I think they franchise them. I mean, running backs only ten million. The Zeke number has to come down, or he may even get cut. I, mean, I would think that the relationship that Jerry Jones has with Zeke—that you just go to Zeke as, "Hey, Zeke, we need you to." Yeah. For the for the good of the team, we need you to take one here. We've paid you a lot of money. Yeah, and I think that's his only option. I mean, yeah. nobody's going to trade for him or want him at his if contract. If he were, if they released him, he's not going to get anywhere near the whatever no. the Cowboys are going to give. And him. it might be Emma Smith with the Cardinals type yeah, situation. Right. You know what I mean? Like it probably doesn't end well. I mean, he has very yeah. little burst. Maybe you have Emmett call him and say, "Hey, look, um, this is the life this he chose." Yeah, this right, is, right. This is it. Yeah. Um, you know, is, if you your day is done, you, and you want to be seen in you know in, in a Cardinals uniform or you know a Rams uniform, whatever it right, may right. be. I mean, somebody would pick him up, but it wouldn't be a priority. He may yeah. he may even sit out there until training camp. Right. You know, it's right. like that's kind of embarrassing too. Uh, Hall of Famer? No. Probably not. He's not at that level yet. Yeah. He and, needs uh, to it, compile more, which he probably won't. Which he probably won't. Yeah. Uh, Javante Williams, who suffered a torn ACL early in the season, is on track to be ready for the regular season, according to Broncos general manager George Payton. Uh, they did I not, heard the opposite two days ago. Well, they don't want to put a date on it, but the team will have another back or two if he's not ready. Okay. So that was a J.K. Dobbins-like injury that was not ready to start the season. Yeah. I, mean, I think that's a bad one. I'd be very worried about that. He said he's on track. Okay. So Because the, the blurb I the, read two days ago. The track can get was... sidetracked. That's the whole thing. Oh, well, of course. <laughs> See, yeah, the blurb on him. He can be on track and then get sidetracked, hence the word sidetracked. <laughs> um, they could use him. Yeah. That offense has a chance to be decent if Wilson's better than terrible. Yeah. Judy Sutton, better, Patrick. You know, better right, than better terrible. Than what he was. Yeah. I mean, it's close to the player he used to be, which I don't know what we're having. But if Javante you know. Williams isn't part of that equation, know, right. that, that hurts. It hurts. And everyone to blame Wilson and Hackett last year, and they deserve plenty of it. But it would be nice to have been able to hand the ball to him all year, too. Yeah. You know, be a really good player. Uh, Brett Veach, the uh, general manager of the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, said Orlando Brown could have the franchise tag placed on him, but a long-term deal is obviously more beneficial. Ooh. He scares me. Yeah. He really scares me. I mean, me. it wasn't, what, five years ago we, we were sitting here talking about him and his combine performance as perhaps the worst combine performance 
for a big-time player in the history of the Combine. However, However, you weren't sitting here during the 10 o'clock hour with Mr. Starks. We were talking about Orlando Brown. There's Max right there. And do, do you know who they, who they compared Orlando Brown's Combine to? Max Starks was his comparison. <laughs> Not nice. Not nice. Max would take Orlando Brown's paycheck yes. that he's going to get. <laughs> he's going to make a lot of money. <laughs> After the combine, comparable Starks, yes. Max. That's not nice. <laughs> uh, so, according to Quasi Adolfo Mensa, who is the general manager of the Minnesota Vikings, Justin Jefferson's pending contract extension is a high priority for the for the Vikings. Uh, he also said he does not want to manage a team without Jefferson in the building. I don't know if he did himself any help there in his contract negotiations yeah. by adding that little part of the, the right. equation. I mean, it's you, no oh, secret, you say you though. can't live without me? Oh, okay. You know, like in the dynasty community, <laughs> Je- Jefferson and Chase are worth way more than everybody yeah. else. You know, like at their age, their production, they're going to be the two most expensive receivers in the league, and it's not even going to be close. See, this is going to be the problem for the Bengals. Oh, yeah. And we've talked about this before. So not only you're going to give Burrow a new contract this offseason. Sure. Next offseason, you're probably going to start talking to Chase. And he's going to say, I want Jefferson plus 10%. Yeah. Because there's going to be a contract in place for him to jump off of. And then you got to pay Higgins, which you're not going to be able to do. Probably not. I don't think that Higgins trade I stuff mean, is real. But. So, if you – let's say both – let's say – But they got to pay Higgins before Chase. Well, they don't have to. They don't have to. But He's a year older and he doesn't have the first round. Right. You know, so you could buy a little Chase time. Man, it's be tough yeah. to keep all three. Of them. I mean, that that and that's the thing. So that you know, that's the the conundrum that you run into in today's NFL. Right, right, right. Um, Without question. Like, yeah. I don't think Boyd will be there long term. Hurst is a free agent. They don't really throw to tight ends, but a lot of people mock a tight end there in the first round, which makes sense because yeah. it's a hole. Well, but and, and if you're going to part ways with Boyd, then okay, a tight end can do yeah. a lot of the stuff that he does. Maybe even better, the Kincaid the or somebody like that. Like that. Or, yeah, 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 one of the guys can run. Uh, no shock here. Mike Garofalo reporting that Kenny Galladay has been informed he will be released Ooh. on the first day of the league year on March 15th. As bad a free agent signing as we've seen in five it's years. Not, it, it's right up there with uh, who was the uh, defensive tackle that signed with the uh, with Washington. Haynesworth. Yeah, Albert yeah, Haynesworth. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean. they may Actually, Washington might have gotten more out of Haynesworth. I would say at least he played than, a little bit. Right? <laughs> the Giants got out of Kenny Galladay in two years. In the worst receiver room in the league, <laughs> give or take, too. Yeah, You're right. They didn't have any receivers, and he still couldn't play. I mean, that's not even, like, a sub, uh, an opinion. If you just look at <laughs> how many catches he had in a Giants uniform. Right, I'm going to look it up. Against how many dollars <laughs> they paid him. Like, I wonder, there's probably not a receiver in I mean, I'm not trying to exaggerate. I bet there's not a receiver in history that made more dollars per catch. Per catch. I'm going I'm to look that up here. I'm, I'm going to spot track. Okay. It's a four-year, $72 million dollar contract. It set the market. Oh, it set the market. Way back right. when, right. Yeah. And he was set. actually an overage guy coming into the league. Yeah. So he's not young. And we're back to having our internet not work real quickly. Yeah, okay. Well, he didn't have many catches <laughs> for that $72 million. <laughs> Well, he's not going to see every dollar that's seventy-two million, but maybe everybody's trying to access Kenny Galladay here now. His, his contract <laughs> over status. here in our conversation. Yeah, he's twenty-nine years old. Yeah, I mean, it's, okay, he's been good go. for three years. So for his stats, so over the last two years, actually, he signed in twenty twenty-one. So he got a base salary. Uh, let's see, it was a four-year, seventy-two million dollars. So he pocketed 
18 million, 18.2 million in 2021, 17.75. So total package, yeah, what do you get paid? 35, 35.955 million dollars. Rounded up to 36. Yeah. I bet he didn't have 36 catches. Uh, in the last two seasons with the Giants, Kenny Galladay caught. And here we're, we're on the internet lag here. That's hmm. just really bad. I'm here. betting under 36 catches. He made more than a million per catch. I, um, I, I don't know that he played in 10 games. I say he may have five catches. Oh, no, here we go. So, in those two years, he had 17. No, he had more than that. He had in 2021. He had 666 receiving yards. So he had 37 catches. Okay. Uh, he, Overall, he played 666 snaps. So. He had 43 catches for quick math, 602 yards. Total. Total. So about a million per catch, about 850 and grand per one catch. one touchdown. And one touchdown. <laughs> wow. And no impact on games. None. Wow. Bad signing. As bad, bad as it gets. Bad, bad signing. And, and here's the thing. His last year in Detroit, he only played in five games. He had 20 catches. Okay. So you kind of knew what was happening. Yeah, they remember there was injuries and stuff that was starting to settle they were in. Starting, and, to, right? Yeah, yeah. Before that, back-to-back thousand-yard seasons. Yeah, okay, he had great. a really good start to his career. But yeah, Bad. I mean, he'll get picked up at a one-year deal for league minimum, I guess. Yeah, somebody, somebody will take a chance. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd, I'd be in on that. I mean, for right next to nothing, approve it. Yeah. Uh, General Manager Joe Schoen uh, from the Giants says he is cautiously optimistic. The team will be able to re-sign Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. Man, that is really hairy. That's going to be expensive. He might regret it. Yeah. You know, investing in backs at that age, although I think he's more of a weapon than a back, doesn't bear fruit usually. But it's working. They have a formula yeah. there. I mean, ideally you franchise tag Barkley. Because it's only 10. But then you're going you're gonna to re-sign Daniel Jones once you know, yes. big money. But the sticky thing about it is if I'm Daniel Jones' agent, I come to the table and say, okay, you have the franchise tag bargaining chip. We're going to start negotiations there Yeah. or right around there. Maybe I'll do you a favor and give you 32, and I think 34 is the number, something like that. Do I want to invest $32 million or do I want to give Daniel Jones $70 million over two years? I mean, there's, there's an the argument sh- for both. In the short term, I, I think you make it a shorter-term contract with him. Yeah. A two- or three-year deal, not a four- or five-year deal. Or at least one you can get out of and, you, and yeah, incentivate him. Yeah, or, you have you know. a, you know, yeah, well, you know, escalators and things of that nature you build in there. You don't put a bunch of guaranteed money in it. No. But is he going to accept but that? But somebody would. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, if he hits it's, the open market, he'll get 35-plus. Right. And he's not that good. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he improves. That's the problem. And they threw the worst receivers in the league. Well, here we go. So Derek Carr also expected to have an in-person interview with the Saints. They haven't said that before. Like, they already talked. Why yeah. would they not do that again if they're in the same city? And the Jets. Okay. Yeah, right. So he's going to be making the rounds here. Again, it, he's going from dinner to dinner to dinner. He might sign in the next 24 hours. It's like Christmas for him. It's great. It's like yeah. a recruiting he's, trip, yeah. He's going to weigh 25 pounds more this <laughs> after this <laughs> yep. week than he did heading into this thing because he's going to have a whole bunch of uh, – All kinds of goodies. Yeah. Steaks, yeah. St. Elmo steaks. I would think if he's going to meet they with three teams. They should do speed dating with him. You know, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Boop. You go to the next table, and you go to the yeah. next table, and there's another steak, and there's a lobster. And right. <laughs> but if you're going to meet with three teams in three days. and the It's music, heating up, yeah. I bet he signs by the end of the week. Probably, you know, yeah. Because those teams can't sit around and wait. I mean, what are the well, Saints yeah, going to do find if you out, get them, right? Okay, do we need to start looking heavier at this quarterback class? Mm-hmm. Like Carr or versus Garoppolo. Free agency starts in two – real free agency starts in two weeks. Who were the teams again? It was Jets, Jets Saints, Saints, and Panthers. Panthers, Panthers. Yeah. okay. At least the Panthers are in position to draft one. 
Yeah. The Saints might have to overspend a little and be like, Derek, let's lock this thing up. If I'm the Panthers, I want to do that because then I can use that ninth overall pick on something else. Oh, yeah. You'd rather go the car route for them than – I can also win that division. I can, also I, that I, division. Can, I can envision a signing Derek Carr mm-hmm. to whatever it's going to cost you, the Panthers being the, the, the pick to win that division next year. I agree. I think they would be. Yeah. If it comes out tonight that the Panthers win – or sign Derek Carr – I think my pick to win the division on February 28th is Carolina. If the Saints sign Derek Carr, I might feel the same way. I might feel the same. Right, <laughs> yeah. right. I think Tampa's a disaster. Tampa's going to be a disaster. Right. Atlanta's still trying to figure some things out. I think they're – Tampa might truly tank. Yeah. And, like, trade Mike Evans. But I, I think Atlanta's try. still a year or two away. Right. But Carolina – Unless and, they trade for Lamar or yeah. something. You know, right. Carolina and New Orleans are both set up. Not to win big right now, but at least win that division right now with the quarterback. Yeah, a bad division and yeah. be a, have a winning record and, you know, build some things. Um, four new four new quarterbacks in that division. It's amazing. It's nuts, yeah. Yeah, the Steelers played – they went 4-0 and in that division last year. Mm-hmm. You'd like to play it this year, that division. This yeah, season, this upcoming it wasn't season. great this past year either. Yeah, but, but you know, the Bucks looked a lot scarier than, you know, this time last year than they were right. during the year. Yeah. Bucks could be – they could pick first in the draft. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. they have no money. Uh, this week, we're giving Steelers Nation even more ways to consume SNR Drive content at the annual NFL Scouting Combine. You can listen to us live here each day from 2 to 4 on SNR. You can also get our programs, as usual, on demand, where you get all your favorite podcasts. But for this week, and for right now, this week only, uh, you can also watch and listen to our shows here on Radio Row each night during the Combine on the Steelers' YouTube channel. Nice. And even if you're not checking out our content, check out all the other great content that's on there. There's videos, interviews, all kinds of goodies on there. Check that stuff out. That's all live on SNR through our podcast and on the Steelers' YouTube page. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with more right after this. You're tuned to live coverage of the 2023 NFL Combine on Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I am Dale Lolly. He is Matt Williamson. And uh, we are, as we were just talking about, the pride of Pitt Johnstown. Yeah, how about that? Both uh, Pitt, proud any, Pitt any Johnstown UPGA listeners, you yeah. got to get us up there for a little, little party. I'm not supposed to look at the camera, but I'm <laughs> looking at the camera. Come hey, on. You. Come on, man. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so here at the uh, Scouting Combine in Indiana, Indianapolis at the uh, Indiana Convention Center, right? We're in the Hoosier Corridor here. How about oh, that? there you go. Um, so Matt, uh, going into this draft, let's let's go through the Steelers by position. I'm going to give you an, okay one through five. I want you to prioritize what they're. I don't have a pen here to keep track of all this. Yeah. Uh, because somebody took my bag away. Uh, but I'll write it down here on my laptop. Like, yeah, you have a laptop, laptop in, in front of you. I bet you could figure out could a, do the open notes a Word here. document. Yeah, something like that. Uh, All right, so it's five a massive need and one's a minor need? Yes, let's do it that way. Okay. So one to five. Five is the five being the greatest, one being the, the least. And we'll start at, <clears throat> as we usually do, quarterback. 1.5. 1.5 at QB, says Matt Williamson. I am going to say... I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to go one, though. I, I almost went that low, but I think you have to bring in you, – you, you need two more guys. I mean, they don't have to be Marino and Elway. I mean, right. you, you need two more guys. But you're not, you're not using a, a first, 
two day a pick in the first two days of the draft. Absolutely not. Position. Absolutely not. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even factor in that Trubisky may or may not be back. I think he's back. As, in a, in, yeah, I mean, Omar, as, the way Omar talked about him right. today, the way Art Rooney the second has talked about him, he's going to be back. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I wanted to get your take on this too. Just the way that he phrased it, he said this year and maybe beyond. Yeah. Like, all these people that are worried about his cap hit, we've talked about so much. Yeah. Well, you could extend him and right. lessen his cap hit this year. You, you can do that. You know what I mean? Like, that you is can still allowed. kind of do both. You yeah, know? that is allowed. Running back. Two. A two. A two. I mean, it's not nothing. Right. It's, I wouldn't mind a big play guy there, a Darren Sproles type. But it's not required. I'm willing to give Anthony McFarlane an opportunity yeah. to do that. Yep. I'm also going to bring in maybe a couple priority free agents like I did last year. Yeah, that's a good position to do that at. Maybe bring three yeah. of them in with some and return see which, skills. Yeah, see which one Maybe one fits. can play a slot a little yeah. bit too. And let's move that to a 1.5. Okay. See, yeah. I talked yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 1.5, I'm going to go. I bet they don't draft a, a running back. Yeah, I would bet that as right. well. Unless the, value call is just, the unless the value is just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a third it's round. A really deep. It's, you get to the seventh round, and there's a third rounder guy sitting there. You're going to take yeah. it. The, you know. My logic with the two was this is a year to be in the running back market more than most. So I always like to set it up that you can, you know, drink from the deep pool. You know yeah. what I mean? There's tons of free agents. There's tons. It's but a you really got, you got two guys who you like. Yeah. They're both young. Yeah. Um, Warren was a real find. Yeah. Tight end. Three and a half. Three and a half. I'm going to go two and a half at tight end. I think this is another one. I think you'd like to add one. I don't think it's going to be a premium pick. Right. Because you've got other needs. But I like Hayward quite a bit. And you're looking for a specific skill set from that tight end. I think this guy needs to be 260 or more. Yeah. You know what I mean? In He's going to be big enough to ride to ride. You're right. Like, Friar is an okay blocker, yeah. but a great one. The problem that you have with Hayward, and I like Hayward as well, He's a, is he's a niche. If something happens to Pat Fryermuth, he's not plug and play. He's not. He's he's not automatically replacing what Pat Fryermuth does. Right. I would like to see an upgrade over Gentry in some way, shape, or form. And this draft. See, I'm is willing to look at it them. this way: that okay, let's say instead of going to the tight end meetings this year, that Hayward goes to the running back meetings as a fullback. Yeah, that's fine too. That's fine, and mm-hmm. then I I add two tight ends. Maybe I I resign Gentry and draft a guy. I draft a guy. Yeah, I mean I wouldn't turn my nose up at Gentry too. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. And you, you have four of those guys then, yeah. back tight ends. Yeah, now you Whatever. now there are, you know some interchangeability there, mm-hmm. and Hayward could still do some tight end stuff for you. But I would love to see them add one of these. Drafted, t- drafted well, I know, tight you're, ends. You're, you're, um, you're in love with that. I just love the class. <laughs> but that does That's not the exercise. But I mean, other we're teams talking about are, needs. While other teams are doing that, you can then get value at other positions. Right, but no one's going to draft two tight ends. And if there's 15 good well, ones, the Ravens in this one, might. The Ravens might take six. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so maybe the need I overshot, but my desire to add one was, I hear was higher. You. You I know? hear. You. Offensive tackle will split the offensive lineup. Four. I knew I knew you were going there. I like the starters, but I want to leave this draft with a offensive tackle prospect. Okay. I know the, I'm not starter, a prospect. I mean, somebody I, you need to draft one. I'm going three there. Okay. 
that's a position I'll be sad if they don't draft one. I think they'll add. They'll definitely adds a an offensive tackle in this draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interior offensive line. Let's do guards and centers. I think it's different. Okay. Guard right. to me is a one. Guard to me is a four. Really? Yes. Okay. Why? Well, Kevin Dotson mm-hmm. is heading into year four. Yeah. Okay. Is he in the long-term Is plans? he a long-term guy for you? Understandable. For that reason, I'll bump it to a two. Well, now you're changing on me. But I think more or and Cole I would also, might be his replacement. But I would also like somebody to compete with him this year, mm-hmm. as you did with, with Kendrick Green last year. And I'm not saying that Kevin Dotson doesn't win that job. Right. I, ideally, yeah, he does. And then the guy that you draft is your you know, your swing guy on game mm-hmm. days. Um but I'm not willing to just hand Kevin, say Kevin Dotson. I don't like Kevin Dotson. Right, right. But there's inconsistencies. But there. there's inconsistency. I, I, I don't want to just say Kevin, you're automatically the starter this year because we didn't, we didn't bring anybody else in. Okay. See, that's why I want to bring in a center and or a tackle because I think Moore or Cole could be that guard. I don't know. But you might not want to rock the boat with the starters. I don't know that uh, Cole, having talk, spoken to Cole. He likes playing center mm-hmm. a lot more than guard. I think he's. I think he's better at it too. I think he's better at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I think he has more value as your center, and I, I think he was really good with the intangible stuff at center last year. Yeah, with the rookie making the calls and with driver, the rookie yeah, quarterback right. and all that stuff. I, okay. I think he, you know, I think he found something there. I hadn't thought about the Dotson four-year angle until you just brought it up, and then I kind of went, "Oh, he has a point there," which you do, but I usually do. If next if, if next off season we're sitting here at the combine and like well they're going to lose dots and they need a guard, well they'll get a guard. But I'd rather do, I'd rather I'd rather spend a third round pick this year on it. Yeah. Have that guy spend the year either in the starting lineup or getting coached by Pat Meyer. Yeah. What wouldn't break and my have him heart ready to go is the grab is the draft an offensive lineman with position versatility. Yes. You know, period. Yeah. Either a tackle guard or right. a guard center, you know, because they'll find their way. Then that, give me the next Ramon Foster, a guy who was an offensive tackle in college. Maybe he could play some right tackle for you, mm-hmm. but he's going to be a hell of a guard. I always think like the Strelzik types. You know, yeah. like he's a six-man. Yeah. Period. You almost end a sentence. Yeah. yeah. That would be helpful. Center. Two and a half. Okay. We just talked up Cole, but we did. if you see an upgrade. Yeah. Upgrade. Yeah. You know. And a lot of the centers can also play guard. Yeah. You know, you get the Dermonte Dawson situation where, again, you still have Mike Webster there. Mm-hmm. You bring you bring Dawson in, you play him at left guard for a season, and then he takes over the next year for. Yeah, yeah. You'll find a place for him. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, three there. I think, it, I, to me, I want to add, I want to add an interior lineman more than I want to add a tackle. In I think we disagree terms, on that, but I'd love that. In terms of the better. premium, in terms of the pick that I use on them. I want to get, I okay. want to add both of those positions. But I'm more, I'm more willing to look at the interior guy early, because I think he's a he's he's going to be potential, the field quicker. Yeah, he's going to be a potential starter for me. Whereas the tackle, I'm gonna, I'm willing to take a guy as a prospect, a project there. Okay. Yeah, I, I think a project at tackle is great. Yeah. And he could also factor in as a six lineman, right. goal line package. You get him some. You, know, you get his feet wet while he's doing that. Day, yeah. Right. Swing tackles. He right left whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Defensive line. We're going to break this up. Defensive. Let's do nose and end. Okay. I know that they're not really a 3-4 anymore, but there are two different versions. All right. Nose tackle? Four. Foe. Foe, foe, foe. Um, I want Adams to be the two there. I think I'm with you on that. Yeah. I, I, I think I'm going to say that four as well. Yeah. And, th- and this I think nose, it's a high-priority spot for them. I don't want this nose to be 
you know, runs a 5-8 and He better be get, able to rush the passer yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He better he give has me to some be juice. the right guy. Yeah, he better he better give me something that that maybe he's my third guy. My first right. guy off the bench in my nickel. Right. He you plays know? 20 snaps a game or yeah. 30 snaps a game, you know. He can't just be a nose that's standing on the sideline when we're playing the Bengals. And only shows up on goal <laughs> yeah. line packages or yeah. whatever, right. Yeah. So it has to kind of be the right one. But that's about- the, so this is one of the things that Omar talked about on the podium today that I thought was interesting. How each of how each of the other three teams in the division, you have to basically play a different way against each one of those teams. Right. I mean, the Bengals live in eleven. Yeah. You know, the, the Ravens, Ravens are very unique. Yeah. And then and then the you know with the Browns, they've got that running game, mm-hmm. but now they've added you know Watson. You know what he can do. Well, the running quarterback aspect. With the running of it quarterback too, right. aspect. Of it. Three very different quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah. And so well, the Ravens have theirs. You know? Right. So I don't know. You know, a nose tackle might play. 35 snaps against the Ravens or the, or or the, the Browns, Browns, right? he's going to play 10 snaps against the Bengals. He's never going to be in the game against the Bengals. <laughs> right, 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 right. That's why he needs to have a little bit of pass yeah. rush. You know? Or if you're playing the Chiefs, how much is he going to play? Right. Know? Like, if you look at the Steelers' snap counts in the second half, I mean, there was that stretch where they played, I don't forget the order, Atlanta, Carolina. They played, like, four of the heaviest run teams in the league, and their noses played, like, and they were 40 dressing, snaps a game. They're dressing an extra defensive lineman for those right, games. Right. And they're yeah. playing six-man fronts, you know. <laughs> yeah. So that happens, but it's rare. Yeah. Although, with the way the league is going right now, maybe it's not as rare as it. There could be people yeah. trending more towards heavier personnel. Uh, defensive, I'm going to say defensive end because that's yeah, what yeah. They, that's the Hayward types. Yeah, the Hayward types. Three. It'd be nice. I think you could live another year with what you have, but it's not. It, it's, I'm going four and a half. Well, see, I'm thinking that they're, they're Ogunjobi or somebody will be signed by them. But even, I guess if that's he a, even if that's that the way. case, I want the ne- I, want. I want to put the next Cam next to Cam right now. I want the, oh yeah. I want the next Cam learning from Cam. Yeah, but I don't need it. There's a difference between wanting and needing oh, from I my can, ranks. I, I can want that and need it at both at the same time well, because I, that I do guy's want. gonna play. He's gonna play. I would love to add one, and it would be a high priority. But if I left this draft without at the end and I had Ogunjobi signed, we just saw that. I can live with it. Yeah. But then next year it's probably going to be my number one need. Well, now you, you, just, you just said that you know, guard might be your number one need if you're not taking not a guard. To, you can find a guard. <laughs> Second-round guard all day long. Those, guys, those guys play, right. All right. Linebacker. Oh, How about edge guy? Edge, yeah, edge. Edge. Three. Okay. You I'm, don't need a starter, so I can't give yeah. it a four or five. Yeah. But you better find somebody. I'm going to go two and a half. I think that's yeah. a – you know, late second day, early third day pick. And that could be week number two of free agency, Justin Houston, yeah, you know, yeah. or whatever. Too, Somebody you know? that's right. played in the league and, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, has done some stuff. Yeah. Is willing to take it. But know. they need to add one. Yeah. But by the way, Jameer Jones was resigned, right? They did sign, resign Jameer that's Jones. That's a sneaky move, too. I, I thought, like that. I like him as a four a lot. Yeah. And he was a core special teamer. He played Absolutely. like every snap, especially. Absolutely. Uh, linebacker. Uh, eight. <laughs> <laughs> Five and the, five. The conundrum. I don't want to do with Jack. Is though. that I don't know that I want to take him in the first round. I'm not taking one in the first yeah. round. I'm signing one, developing Robinson and something else, hopefully better than Spillane. Yeah. But I don't know what I'm doing with Jack. Yeah. If Jack's around, then it's a five and not an eight. Yeah. <laughs> but it's still the but biggest. But you're not ready to team. say hit the road, Jack. I might be. If my doctors say. <laughs> <laughs> He got the jack, you know, right, right, no more, no right, more. right, right. I don't know what. To yeah, I'm not ready. I'm not ready to do that. Um, I, I think some of the medical stuff last year was. I mean, it's a hamstring. Yeah, right. You I know, mean, I don't it, know. They're that recurring. Happens. That's that's what I would need to know. And we 
where we stand in the world, we're not going to know that answer. Right. But I think the finances will tell us. The so answer. you said uh, an eight. A five. A five. A five. You're going to give yeah. that a five? It's the biggest need on the team to me. Without a doubt. Yeah. But it, I don't know that's one you're going to fill in the draft. No. But it's the biggest need on the team. Yeah. yeah. Cornerback. Four. Four. I'm going to say uh, I'm going to say five there. Okay. I mean, I guess as it's currently constructed with Sutton not under contract, that's a five. Yeah. And I also and look. Even, at, I look at Levi Wallace as one more year under contract. I look at, uh, you know, if they assuming that they pick up James Pierre's, yeah, uh, option. I think Pierre's he's, value. He's got one year left. He's basically a one year deal. Mm-hmm. So you need to add so a young stud to that. If Sutton were signed tonight, would it still be a four or greater for you? Yes. Yeah. I want to add more really guys to that though. room because it's a great cornerback draft yeah. too. Okay. Yeah, I de- yeah definitely in a great cornerback draft where there's twenty guys that are com- going to come in and be NFL mm-hmm. players. I want one of them. I want to add one of those guys. I want. I don't want to be one of the twelve teams that didn't get one. Yeah, I want to be one of them. Yeah. yeah, and then safety. Well, right this second, it has to be a five or a four and a half. Yeah, because you've only you got, got one. One. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that'll. I guarantee that changes by draft day. I'm with you there. I and, don't and, think safety will be a need. On and draft the day. interesting part about it. Okay, so we don't say. You're talking corners, safety. We, we should even look at like Nickelback. Nickel, right, right. Because so, I want to add, I want to add somebody that plays in the slot. I want to, I want to add Nickel. Right, and that might be Sutton. That would be a high priority for me. The cornerback that I draft should be my Nickel corner this year. Yeah. Or the safety that I draft should be my Nickel this year. One of the, somehow that's got that's got to work for. Right, me. right, right. Or Sutton's there, and I had an outside corner, yeah. or what? I mean, there's a or, or, jigsaw you know, puzzle even if, there. Even if the so I, let's say you get Christian Gonzalez. Well, he's not going to be your slot guy. No, but Sutton. Sutton will, will Sutton will bump inside. Even if if Gonzalez isn't your day one starter. Right. He's going to come in on passing downs, and Sutton's going to bump inside. See, that's why I think signing Sutton ASAP is of highest priority. Yeah. Because then I don't have to get this type of corner. Right. You know, I, I have not so many options. It gives now. you that flexibility. Yes. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but Millette will be back. Millette is, yeah. I mean, that's not ideal. Yeah. But I can win games with him. I, yeah, you know you can you know win I mean? with him. You know right. you know what he's capable of. He may um, not make the team if you draft two of them. But right. he is going to be back and he's, yeah. you know, has There's value, value there. there. He, he has, has value, value there. Right, right, right. Absolutely. Uh, Punter. <laughs> specialist? No. I'm not, I'm not as down on uh, Presley I'm not Harvin. Either. I'm not either. Uh, you know, looking at some of the stats on Presley Harvin this year, when you start digging into the – like, they were second in the league in punt return yardage against this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and that could be on the punter as well at times if you're not getting the hang time yeah. or whatever. But they were number two. They give up 5.7 yards per return this year mm-hmm. because he's he, he got the angling stuff down. Uh, I thought he uh, directionally kicking, he was good this year. Uh, it was the average – up there with what you what you'd look at and say, well, you know, he's one of the top punters in the league. No, but I think with what they're asking him to do, I think he did that. Yeah. That being said, when the, the as the draft is ending, those you know area scouts, one of them's calling the best punter available well, that's fine. for me, and I'm going to pay. That, I might fine. outbid the Saints for him. And he comes to camp and he's competition, but I'm not using a draft pick. No, I'm not using the draft pick. Right. I guess he exercises draft pick because he's obviously yeah, not Harvin's still pick. Harvin's cheap. Harvin's cheap, yeah. right. And I think he will be the punter. I do, too. But I would bring in a cheap competitor just to see how yeah. it goes. And I thought his consistency got much better this year. Mm-hmm. You didn't see the cold-weather struggles that you saw. Agreed. Agreed. In his rookie year. 
Uh, all week long, you can listen to live coverage from the NFL Scouting Combine on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be live on Radio Row. We are live on Radio Row from 9 to 4 all week long. If you can't catch us live, you can find us on our daily audio programming uh, from Indianapolis, including programs in their entirety and interview carve-outs on demand in the studios, in the audio section. I'm, I should get that closer. I can't read it. In the audio <laughs> section of the Steelers' official mobile app. That's all week long. SNR at the NFL Scouting Combine. Uh, I promise you tomorrow we'll have more guests on Yeah, the we'll show. start lining them up. Things right. will start uh, heating up here in terms of All day of that. long. Uh, but he is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with more right after this. Live from Indianapolis, this is the 2023 NFL Combine on Steelers Nation Radio. We are back. I am Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson. And, Matt, we just went through our uh, Steeler positions in the previous yeah, uh, yeah. segment there. Uh, so, by the looks of this, we both agree that basically defense is where the team should look at. You were a little yeah. more. I mean, I'm more into a tackle than you are. You're a little more into a tackle than I am. Um, a little more into a tight end than you are. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I think so. I mean, especially with their upcoming free agents. I mean, when the draft rolls around. I might feel differently if they have three three guys signed by then, which I expect they will. But you've you've been saying this a lot, and it's hard to deny. They got to find some youth on there, you know, some yeah. long term. Well, and it's, here's the know. other reason why they need to do that. We all I know we all talk about Kenny Pickett's uh, on a your, your offense was cheap this year. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not going to be that way forever. No, oh, no, no. You better I mean, start adding some young, cheaper pieces on defense to balance that out. When the offense, when the Pat Fryermuths of the world, when the Kenny Pickett's of the world, uh, you Pickens. Know, Pickens, when right, those right. guys when those guys contracts start coming up here, right, you're going to have the ability to pay them and not have all the money tied up on the defensive side of the ball. And you're not going to have a cheapo line forever either. Right, I mean, no lines are expensive, you know. So there is a transition going on where defense has all the money right now, but it's going to keep going. Like two years from now, it could be in a perfect balance. And that hopefully that's when everything hits, you yeah. know, and you still have some cap money to go fill a hole, you know, and you win the Super Bowl. No, that's how it yeah, ideally man. works. Right. I mean, that's how you're trying but to do it. But it only works that way for one team. Right. <laughs> Both could peak at the same time, though, yeah. in some degree. You know yeah, what I mean? Winning a Super Bowl really is like a perfect storm. Right. Oh, yeah. And and some luck has to be involved and all that stuff, yeah. too. My hunch is some people will criticize the Steelers if it's a heavy defensive draft. They're just trying to win games 13-10 and oh, old well, school. The, and those, right. those, those critics defensive are always going to be out there. Right, right, right. They don't get. They don't see the big picture. No, right. The, um, the offense and, looks like it's yeah. going forward. You don't want the defense to go back yeah. in the meantime. I mean, so for those people, I would look at it and say, okay, then tell me what offensive pieces you're going to add that will help you now. I mean, you know, so you're sitting there at 17, and Bijan Robinson is there. Right. Well, you're not going to take him. You're not going to take him. No. You know. Or your choice of tight ends probably not going to happen right. there. Or yeah. your choice of receivers probably not going to happen there. Tackles the only spot I could see as a first round pick. Right. On offense. Yeah, and it would have to be the right guy. I mean, are you mm-hmm. going to take Pete Skaronsky just to take yes, him? I would. But he's probably not a tackle. Yeah, but how about your Dotson conversation? Well, that's different. <laughs> that's different. But I don't think he's – I don't think he can – not that he can't play tackle. Right. But he's he's not big enough to ride the ride. But he would be a starter for you for a while. Somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somewhere. Yeah, yeah. He's so intrigued. I have mixed feelings about him. Uh, yeah. I think I would take him knowing what I know right now. But I wouldn't see his arm length in two days or whatever, too, yeah. you know. Yeah, he's a T-Rex. Right, that's the problem. <laughs> but he blocks people at the Big Ten really well. He does. Yeah. He does. Uh, but, yeah, so um, – but, I mean, we're looking at defensive line. 
Edge, we weren't quite as Edge was yeah. Edge was really the only one where, where we were both a little lower on. Mm-hmm. It's a good Edge class though, so maybe that third round picks an Edge, and maybe you're, you're right. you know one of those seventh round picks is an Edge that you had a fourth round grade on. Maybe because or you trade so it back them, and yeah. you have a fourth or fifth that you don't have now. And See, that's, you know, that that's the thing. intriguing thing about this. That pick at thirty-two, you're gonna you're gonna get ten offers. Oh yeah. On on you know the Friday of the, or the second day of the draft. Yeah, over a twenty-four hour period or whatever. And one of them's going to intrigue you. Several probably will. Yeah. And you could get people bidding against each other. It's like you know counter well, with well yeah. if you throw in a fourth next year you got a deal. You know right. All right. Yeah. So if I can add, not only picks in this year's draft but maybe one next year okay now i'm now i'm listening now right. i'm listening now yeah. i'm intrigued oh no no doubt about it and the beauty of it is you can now trade those comp picks right so there's some those teams, teams out there that the thirds and yeah, right, right, right. the extra picks that are coming in i mean there's teams like the niners that are aggressive that their first picks like 99th or 100th yeah but they can now trade them if they wanted to give you something a lot to i'm not interested i'm not going that far yeah. but you know what i mean yeah it, there'll be teams that'll use those comp picks to move up so that's yeah. the beauty of it. The Steelers not expected to get a comp pick this year. I'd be shocked. Um, yeah. yeah. Now maybe next year that changes because I, I don't think stuff. you're going to be quite as big a buyer this year as you were last year. Probably on not. the open market. I mean, I think they'll spend on a linebacker, keep some of their own. But if you that spend, might be about it. If you spend on say a Bobby Wagner, mm-hmm. well, it doesn't cost you anything in your comp formula. That's a point too. I mean, yeah, I'd be, I'd be very interested in these guys that are getting released the last month or so. Absolutely. Yeah, that's gold. Absolutely. It's gold, baby. Gold, gold Jerry, gold. Bobby Wagner looked good in black and gold. Coach you guys would. up. Yeah. yeah. Maybe him and Mark Robinson in a third-round pick. Learn from that guy. I'd be in on Let's that. in the Hall of Fame. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Uh, this week, we're giving Steelers Nation Radio even more ways to consume SNR Drive content. At the annual scouting combine, you can listen to us live here each day from 2 to 4 p.m. on SNR. You can also get all of our programming, as usual, on demand where you get all of your favorite podcasts. But for this week, you can also watch and listen to our shows here on Radio Row each night during the combine on the Steelers YouTube channel. That's live on SNR through our podcast and on the Steelers YouTube page. Check it out. Uh, that's going to do it for our show today, Matt. We will yeah. be back tomorrow. We're One day in the books. Already lining up some guests, so you're going to want to come back tomorrow for that, starting tomorrow at 9 a.m. with one, Wesley Euler. He will be <laughs> flying solo on here. He can't wait for that. He's right over here. And, I'll uh, join him at 10, though. He'll be Matt, all right. Matt will be rolling in at 10. we got live uh, wall-to-wall coverage here from the NFL Scouting Combine. For my partner, Matt Williamson, I am Dale Lally. We want to thank everybody involved here keeping us on the air for the most part. Uh, And we want to thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.